All right, guys, welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout, your mom's favorite place to be. It's me, Edward, with uh, with your other host, Noah. If skunks are stinky, then I might be the stinkiest. <laughs> and Anthony. I ate a clock yesterday. That was very time consuming. guys and we're gonna jump into our uh, favorite opening segment we're gonna go ahead and uh, jump right into spam mail right, who's going first no dang all right <laughs> okay i guess i'll go first <laughs> all right so i had an article today um that's stating man's a uh, man uh, it's not they didn't even spell it right. Man attempts to reheat food on packed flight and leaves passengers baffled. So basically, this dude on the flight, this whole article made me whack. The, the dude out of on a flight, he brought some food on board. I don't know how he got that on board. He brought like full like a full of pizza on board. And I guess mid flight it was cold, so he, he decides to put the the pizza like near the the light switch that's above you. Or not the lights, but you know the light that's above you is to try to heat it up. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> no, that's spam mail. I'm going to go with fake only because real. you said they spelt it wrong. Yeah, I, that stood out too. It's real. What? Bro, what? No way. It's real. <laughs> what? Where is this article it's from? Mirror.co.uk. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I mean... It was probably just a common mistake. It is a mirror.co, not one of the like super duper big, big news sites. Wank, 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 it's wank. got 145 shares. <laughs> so did it work? Yeah, could you imagine you're just like sitting next to someone and they're just like, uh, sorry, excuse me, just give me a second. And they just pull a whole pizza and just put it against the light right above your head. <laughs> the flight like, attendant. Oh, excuse me, what are you doing? And he'd be like, bro, I'm just eating up my food. Just leave me alone. <laughs> The flight attendant's like, sir, you you can't have that on board. And he's like, don't tell me what to do. Oh my God. I got it on here, didn't I? Right. <laughs> they said I could. It didn't right. get taken at the checkpoint, did it? Who's next? Anthony, you're up next. Okay. So mine uh, is Donald Trump called Republicans the dumbest group of voters. Okay. And this was this was a while ago. Uh, it was a quote, and he said, if I were to run, I'd run as a Republican. They're the dumbest group of voters in the country. They believe anything on Fox News. I could lie, and they'd still eat it up. I bet my numbers would be terrific. And that was his quote. And how, and how long ago was that? It doesn't say. Automatic. It was a specific. Fake. Sounds fake to me. It is if fake. It was before, if it was before his, it is fake? Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say if it if it's before his presidency, then maybe he said it. But then I was like, no, nah, he would well, never I, say that. Well, obviously it was before because he was like, if I were to run, then I'd run as Republican. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. My bad, my bad. That's just a little. He says a lot of stuff, but that just seems like something that would not come out of his mouth. Yeah, like, he would absolutely not that those. you can believe. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but like, could be something he said. No, because that's because he's a Republican. He's... So why would he call his voters dumb? He wants them to vote for him. So I think he's always been super Republican. 
All right, Edward, All right Edward. you're up next. All right. All right. So it starts off. Headline. Man actually responds to Nigerian primp scam, uh, scam mail. Turns out it was a real prince. Wins a million bucks. Wait, what? What? Where is this from? CNN. That's real. Yeah. yeah, It's real, but fake, because it's CNN. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's real. All right, well, it's wrong, because I completely lied. I just made that up on the fly, and it's not even on CNN. Ooh, got us both. You can't just lie like that, you liar. You dirty liar. I mean, I did. I win. That's a tally for the... I don't I don't even know what I would call myself. That's just stupid. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, once again, <laughs> figure out the tally, fellas, and send it to us. Uh, is it that time? You know what time it is. It's... It's news time. Alright, so this week I got a good hefty chunk of news. A lot of it's mainly just like the new synopsis for different movies that we might be interested in. But uh, first up, we're going to start with um, some news for Indiana Jones 5, which Steven Spielberg is going to be the producer of. They got the director on board, which is James Mangold. He directed Logan, so... Uh, I don't know. Your mother directed Logan. Did she? (laughs) (laughs) I think I think this is pretty solid. I don't know what he'll do with uh, a franchise that's been so beaten, but <laughs> I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, on a different sequel, but I mean, who knows? Because um, I don't know. No, Indiana Jones. I don't. Know, I guess if anyone were to do it, I would trust him with it. I guess. Yeah. But it also we have to see the material from the writers and part of his writing too. But this, I don't know. I'm not that interested in Indiana Jones Five, but some people might be. So there's that for you. We got more director news. What are the odds they kill him off? Pretty high, that honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty high. Harrison Ford always wants to die. <laughs> so when you say it like that, it just sounds so wrong. You know, in movies, in movies. <laughs> okay, y'all. Do y'all remember uh, the movie Labyrinth? I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I remember really? the name. I can't remember what it was about. It was like, um, what do you call it? It was like about this kid that, uh, man, I forgot. It was like it's like a fantasy world, and there's like a, it's like a maze, and they have to find. Um, it's literally a labyrinth. It's kind of weird to explain. Well, anyways, they're making a sequel, and Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson is gonna gonna direct it. But I don't agree with it because if y'all if y'all have seen that movie, y'all know this movie does not not need a sequel whatsoever. Really? How did it end? Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily how it ends. It's just like just not necessary. It's it's one yeah it's not necessary at all like it would just be pushing the all envelope. Right. It's kind of like it's like the directors are like mm, you know what uh, funds are getting pretty low I could use a paycheck real quick. Yeah, it's just a quick cash grab basically. I couldn't think That's of an why. example on the fly, but um, 
I guess we'll it's find like out. It's like whenever uh, Disney decided to make Aladdin 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The live-action <laughs> Aladdin 2. Dear God. And the original, which might both be ass, but we'll see. Um, Avatar 2, if y'all are still interested in that. It's been so long, I don't know if I'm too interested Wait, anymore, Avatar, but we'll see. Uh, the Blue People? Yes. Yeah, the Blue People. Oh, yes. I want to see the second one. That, that's probably one of okay. my all-time like favorite Disney's. Besides the classics, it was like. it wasn't it wasn't Disney before, but it's sad to say it is technically Disney now. <laughs> yeah. What a ripoff! But Dude, anyways, um, so the much. plot the plot has been revealed. I love that movie too. But um, th- this plot reveal actually has me kind of interested now because it's going to follow Jake Sully again, but it's actually going to follow him with his new family of the blue people like he like his you know his wife in the last movie and they're actually gonna have a family and they're gonna be exploring different areas of pandora broski got that, that makes alien me excited and, just because of how and, like huh go ahead and i heard a lot of it was gonna be um like the water regions of the world that's exciting because the first one it was just so beautiful like all the like the scenery and stuff like the way they did it i just thought it was really good dude it's it still holds up for its time Bro, if I get like the underwater CGI anywhere close to what they did in Aquaman, I will be thoroughly just happy. Yeah. Because to me, the best looking underground waterscape has been from Aquaman. Well, I'm not sure if they'll be underwater per se, because they, they can't breathe underwater, I don't think. Do they have anything to help them breathe underwater? I don't think not that I know of. Yeah, unless unless they pull something out of their butt. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said it had to do with a lot more of the waterscape though. Yeah, like as in like they're going to explore a lot more water. I think they're going to have a lot more of the um they're not dragons, but they're like the flying animals. Well, I don't know. Why would they not be underwater if they said they're going to explore the waterscape? That makes no sense. I don't know. I'm just reading what I what I found. Maybe that's a rumor. We'll see. Martin Scorsese is back with a new film. Um, that's going to premiere as an Apple TV Plus exclusive. It's going to be called Killers of the Moon. And I'm interested in this because it actually follows the murders of um, wealthy people in Osage County, Oklahoma. Um, and it's set to star Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, which both of them have been on a roll lately. Leonardo DiCaprio is just in everything at this point. Yeah, but he's so good in everything. He He touches it and it's instantly good. He only does movies. I know he worked with Martin Scorsese before, so. Guys, how long have I been on mute? (laughs) The heck? What? You muted yourself? I guess. Oh, well, not very long. Just for that one part. Uh, What'd you say it was on? What platform? What? PP. Oh, the Apple TV Plus. Bro, no one's going to watch that. I have Apple TV (laughs) Plus. I I have Apple TV Plus. Why? Because my dad. What's got even it. on there right now? A lot, actually. What's good that's on there right now? Um, I haven't watched much of it, so I don't know. But I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they do have the morning show with Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. That one's pretty good. Hey. No, there, there's there's more <laughs> exclusives. They have a lot of good exclusives, but um. I just haven't watched it because there's too much to watch nowadays. Get too caught up in everything. Yeah, but like, when's the last time that you heard of like a groundbreaking Apple TV Max, whatever plus 
whatever show that's been on the roll. <laughs> that's a good point. Well, I mean, technically honestly. they just technically they just started Apple TV Plus. Yeah, but until the internet freaks out and there's a meme about one of their shows, it doesn't really exist. It, it doesn't count. All right. Um, Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know if you're like too interested in the new live-action Borderlands movie, but they just cast Lilith in the movie. It's going to be Kate Blanchett, that which she played Gila in Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Oh, bro, I totally forgot that they were doing that. That's kind of sick. That is kind of sick. I'm interested to see if they're going to do it like Mad Max or if they're going to do it like... Um, a lot more CGI with like cell shader and shit. I wonder if it'll just be a good mix between like that and like iRobot, like iRobot meets Mad Max almost. Mm, clever. Yeah, I like that idea actually. We're going to get back to business with some DC news because um, this excites me. Henry Cavill is actually set to return as Superman in a lot of future movies, which I expect to be like cameos and stuff for now. Ooh, yes, sir. I like him as Superman. 100%. He is my Superman. Yeah, same. I'm just... I'm glad they didn't, like, decide to, like, get rid of him completely. No, I'm telling you, dude. If they got rid of him, their brand is done. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not like, he's the best Superman ever. Like, Yeah, I, no question. When I think of Superman, he's who I think of. You can think of Christopher Reeves, but as of this day, Henry Cavill has killed that role. With the material he's been given. I can't wait for him to get his black suit and the Snyder Cut, dude. Oh, he's yes. going to beat some butt, dude. I can't wait to see him. Oh, we don't have to see that stupid half CGI face anymore. No mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no CGI mustacheless face. There's more reports this week as well that Warner Media slash AT&T, which is also the ones who brought up the Snyder Cut, they actually want Ben Affleck back as Batman, and he want they want him to continue his script on his solo movie, and they also want to include Jared Leto as Joker and Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke. I don't know about Jared Leto's Joker, but I'm 100% hype for the Deathstroke to return because he looked so sick as Deathstroke, and I wish he would have gotten a chance. I'm 100% down for this as well because oh, I love Affleck as Batman. I want to see him back and Joe Manganelli. And no, I, I'm probably in the minority, but Jared Leto as Joker, I really want to see more of because the, the way he talks about Suicide Squad and how they cut out so much of his character, I feel like we just need to see more. And I'm not going to knock it on his appearance. I want to see him act. Oh, me too. I'm not saying that I hate him. I'm just more excited for Deathstroke than it is uh, than his Joker. Yeah, and that's not like I'm saying his Joker's bad. I'm just saying that I've been waiting to see a good, high budget live action Deathstroke for a really long time. Oh yeah, I'm honestly. And the closest thing we got to was in Titans, but that's still not like movie level, uh, high quality, super duper high qualities. Yeah. What Anthony? Because Deathstroke is like my favorite Batman villain of all time. He's really? just like my favorite DC villain of all time. Mine's Joker, but that's okay. Go ahead, Anthony. Oh, I was just saying, uh, personally, I'm only excited for Deathstroke. I could care less about Ben Affleck or Jared Leto, honestly. You don't like Ben Affleck? No, I've told y'all that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is cut off. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to be ex uh, excluded from next week's episode. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and he's like, all right. Oh! 
this just in, uh, we're going to have to start rolling out uh, applications. Anyone's <laughs> free to join. <laughs> that was a the joke. Bar's not too high. That was a joke. Don't take it serious, viewers. But um, there is a Sonic sequel now in development, in case y'all didn't know. Uh, That's good. I really the liked first the first Sonic movie. It was really good. With this, with the success of the first Sonic movie, you had to know they were going to pull out a sequel. I'm so happy they fixed it, dude. Imagine all those scenes with the ugly Sonic, dude. Dude, oh, I I feel like it would be unbearable to watch. Bro, I would have watched it just to cringe, honestly. I don't think I would have watched it, to be honest with you. It, that's how bad well, it looked to me. A, there's a difference. Like, the Cats movie was so bad that I could not watch it, but I think the the Sonic one would have been just bearable enough to go see and just, like, not laugh at the jokes, but just completely dunk all over the way Sonic looked. Dude, those teeth. The human teeth creeped me out. <laughs> it was the eyes that got me. The eyes, yeah. I'm glad they made him look more cartoony like his old self. Um, There's more news with Universal because uh, you remember how they're doing The Invisible Man and they did, uh, what's it called? The Mummy? Is it The Mummy? I was so hyped for that and then I never actually saw it. The Mummy? <laughs> yeah, I heard it sucked, but... um. That that's that was their way because they're trying to make a whole monster universe basically, and they're they're working on the Wolfman now, the Wolfman reboot, and Ryan Gosling is supposed to be the lead Wolfman. Huh. Ryan Gosling signed on to it, so I'm expecting a good, good movie. Hopefully, because Invisible Man, heard was pretty solid. Before the quarantine. Can I quarantine with you? No, I'm getting kind of bored over here. Quarant- I miss my cuddles. Quarantine's over now. I might. Now you What'd can get all cuddles together. Huh? Just cause. Anthony, you, huh? you live far, bro. And? I'll Virtual walk. cuddle. I'll walk, to you If I have to. It's <laughs> a long walk. <laughs> MCU news. Um... If y'all, no one watches Agents of Shield. <laughs> if, if y'all watch Agents of Shield, of Shield, there is some good news. Um, apparently, there's supposed to be some type of MCU crossover that they're teasing. Hold on, hold on. In hold the on, near future. On, Those are the people that actually care. <laughs> <laughs> if you, all right, now we're going to get into um, these new synopsis for two different movies. Um, there's a new movie called Palm Springs. It's coming to Hulu July 10th, and it is a romantic comedy produced by The Lonely Island, which um, their pop star movie was really funny to me. I love that movie. It will premiere on Hulu July 10th. Um, it's going to star Andy Samberg, Kristen Milioti, J.K. Simmons. So here's the synopsis. Uh, when carefree Niles and reluctant maid of honor Sarah have a chance encounter at a palm springs wedding things get complicated as they're unable to escape the venue themselves or each other hmm. I'm, I'm down for this movie because jk simmons and andy samberg i think they'll really do a good job live it up i, I don't know i just i personally can't stand romantic comedies like to me those genres just don't they don't mix very well and they either end up having jokes that just fall flat on their face or it's an overbearing comedy and the romance part is just kind of thrown to the side. I don't think there's really a genre of movie that I don't like. Like I feel... I go go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like Andy Samberg would really kill it, though. 
because I feel like this is going to be more comedy sided than romantic. Well, the thing is, I also feel like that genre is just super played out. Like, I don't think anything's been really invented in a really long time, and I don't see that changing in the foreseeable future. Like the same format? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, it's either, like, I don't know. Is it bad that when I think of romantic comedy, I think of, like, Are You There Yet? with, like, Ice Cube or something? <laughs> yes. That's a funny movie. <laughs> like, in my head, that's just, like, I mean, it is, right? Kind of. I, think I guess, kind of. Comedy. I yeah, really I thought it was just it comedy. Romantic comedy. I don't know, bro. More news on a new comedy. This is just a pure action comedy. Um, Aquafina and Karen Gillian are going to star in it together. It's called Shelly, and it's a new movie. It follows a young woman named Shelly Wheeler, which is going to be Aquafina. And it was, she was driven out of her town a decade ago after being humiliated by a prom prank. So hardened by the hardened by the experience, she ended up becoming a cold-blooded hit woman. God. <laughs> she is eager to kill her next contract, which is going to be her former school bully. But then she ends up befriending her, which that's going to be Karen Gillian. Aquafina, like the water bottle? Maybe. Oh, Aquafina, like, bro, that sounds that so awful. Experience? It sounds kind of funny though. Like, <laughs> like it's so like it sounds like one of those. It's so bad. It's good movies. I don't know that. <laughs> that does not sound. I Imagine I don't me. know who thought of that. Like, what makes you think you're like, you know, it would be a really good movie. All right, get this. Girl, a prom, punch uh, dumped all over her, right? Turns into a contract killer. <laughs> Boom. Killer idea. There we go. Fund it. $100 million. Let's go. We should... <laughs> if John Wick was a comedy. <laughs> Not even a good comedy, like. I don't know if it was like a one star rated comedy. I failed to see how be. that movie could turn out anything good. This is probably going to be a direct to TV movie that I'd watch. I'd wait till it's in on TV. Yeah, pretty much. And then, all right, we got some actual pretty big news. Sinmark is plans to open its theaters on June nineteenth, being the first big movie chain to do so. The theater chain. Finally, I miss going to the movies. Oh yes, it's all finally coming together. Um, DC so what news. What I'm hearing is we're all going on a movie date, right? Yeah, Anthony, we're gonna bring you on Facetime. Yes. All right, Batwoman will. Batwoman is gonna be replacing Ruby Rose's character with a new character named Ryan Wilder. I I don't even know if that's canon in the comic books. I, I haven't either. Even... I have no clue who that is. I'm gonna be real. I have to be the only DC fan that really doesn't care about Batman all that much. Batman? Yeah, I mean, like, that's always part of his, like, I don't pay attention to the Bat family all that much unless it involves Deathstroke. <laughs> you don't pay... I do. That, I just don't pay attention to Batwoman because they never use her, like, ever. Except now, I guess. But That's fair. Like, I feel like they just kind of threw her away and replaced her with Batgirl. Yeah, and Batgirl is a lot more efficient. <laughs> Because Batman don't need no no wife. I mean, what's Catwoman? Exactly. He, he can have <laughs> he can have Catwoman. He don't need Batwoman. But anyways, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I love. I can't wait for this movie. It's officially going to be rated PG thirteen. Boo! It should be rated R. 
Dude, can you imagine the gorilla throwing, <laughs> dude, dude. throwing its own feces at Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's he doing? What's he doing? <laughs> what interests me is the Kong Skull Island. They said that that wasn't even a full-grown King Kong. What? I was about to say, like, I don't... I, I'm hyped for it, but I don't know how they're going to make that work because I feel like Godzilla, they've built up to be just this really overpowered creature. And I feel like King Kong wouldn't stand a single chance in the world. If you saw King like, of the Monsters, though, you could see that Godzilla needed help. Yeah, but you saw how many monsters it took before he needed help, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, he had to fight off, like, was it a he or a she? I don't even remember anymore. Godzilla's a he. That butterfly one was a she. Oh, I forgot her name. I'm sorry. Mothra? Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> but yeah, like, you saw how many, like, it took, like, three or four monsters before Godzilla was like, all right, I kind of need some help now. I know. He was like, Mothra, help me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come lick this peepee and provide some help, please. Thanks. <laughs> I've been waiting for King of the Monsters for... I mean, not King of the Monsters. Godzilla v. Kong for so long. Me too. I think it'll be a really good fight, but I really don't see a way that King Kong could realistically win unless he's just beating the crap out of it with, like, a... I don't know, like a nuclear warhead or something. Well, I, I think this is... King the... Kong. I like him better. I, I don't think he'll win, but... I wish he I did. do... Pr- I was gonna say I prefer King Kong over Godzilla, but I don't I don't see him beating Godzilla in a fight. I love Godzilla, but God, God, I don't know. It's one of those things where I feel like they might both come out unscathed just to make more movies, or they're gonna flip the switch in a plot twist and kill like Godzilla. That'd be cool. Is it gonna be I'm like a Freddy that. versus Jason? Maybe. Where everyone <laughs> expected Freddy to win. I don't know about y'all, but I expected Freddy to beat Jason's butt. No, I did too. He really should have. As long as, as soon it's as not Jason... a Batman versus Superman. Don't oh, have yeah, you... King Kong's just gonna scream Mothra, and then Godzilla's just gonna stop. Why did Why you say, say that name? Kong. He <laughs> 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 starts screaming. <laughs> Why'd you fling that poop at me? <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> flips his tail like to hit the poop back at him. <laughs> just uh, King Kong misses the poop throw and just hits uh, uh, <clears throat> that child actor from Stranger Things character right in the face. Which one? Uh, they're on the place of legend. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> flings poop misses just Max Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Max. <laughs> oh, I forgot she was in that movie. To be honest, her plot was stupid. Yeah, I'm sorry, what... but they just put her in there to have star power in there. I didn't care for the humans. That's that was one of the problems with that movie. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the story they were just narrators at that point. Yeah. Even they were like, but no, I mean, let, let them fight. And like, all right. Like, all right. What are y'all doing then? Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> They're just, I'm telling you, they were just spectators just speaking for the monsters at that point. They had a lot of plot and armor. And then Millie Bobby Brown was just running around being suicidal maniac. Oh, yeah. She had a lot of plot armor, too. <laughs> Should have died. 
Right. No. She should have made it past like the first ten minutes of that movie. Mm-mm, no, she shouldn't have. The first ten minutes was crazy. But um, now that we don't get off topic, um, let's go to the next one. And AMC Theaters is not. They don't believe they're going to stay in business. Basically, they're losing like billions of they, dollars. I say after this Corona stuff and after them boycotting, what was it, Universal Studios or something? There, mm-hmm. there was no way that they were going to last. Just, they shot themselves in the foot with that one. I was they they do that to themselves. It upsets me. They just left themselves open up to be bought by Disney. Oh shoot! That's true. You're actually right. Everything's going to be bought by Disney at some point. What were you saying, Anthony? What upsets you? Just the whole thing with AMC. Like I I wish I could say in business, but it's not going to happen. Probably. How come y'all's waves are so much bigger than mine? That's what she said. I'll be honest. You sound like a robot. For real? Yeah. This just in. Anthony is going to be a star in the new Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, right. uh, last piece of news for this week. Uh, Warner Brothers might actually be delaying their Tenet movie. It was set to release this July, but reports are claiming they're just having a hard time finding a new release date, so they haven't announced it yet. Which... This was basically our first hope because this is one of the movies that we would see when the theaters come out, come out, come back up. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I, sure, I didn't know that you were going to say something. My computer, I like, was gonna screen say something. Turn, turned off and I couldn't hear anything. I swear I thought my computer died. <laughs> that would have no, sucked well, yeah, it's a definitely in the process of dying Anthony uh, sing us something in autotune real quick oh great love that song anyways uh, on to the next story now on to the next story Anthony why did you mute your microphone just, just, just keep going okay you're gonna have to cut this out but um <clears throat> We're doing a new segment this week, um, and we actually we think it's so good that we can continue doing it. So just let us know if you like it or not. All right. It's basically sad story time. All right. Cue the music. Oh, I didn't know we were going right into that. I didn't know that was all for the week. What do you mean? All right. I didn't know that was all the news we had. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right. Here comes the beat. No, are you going to go first? Yes, I sure am. All right, let's go. It was a rainy day, and my mother called me downstairs. She said my name in such a disappointing way that I had to rush down to see what was going on. She sat there as if she had been heartbroken a hundred times over, and as I asked her what's wrong, she didn't say a word. Five minutes passed before she said, Daddy isn't coming home tonight. I said, Where's Daddy, Mommy? She said, What did you like to know? (laughs) I said, Wait, I'm not done. Cue the music. I said, Well, of course I would like to know. She finally hesitated, but said, That sorry son of a bitch was never your dad. He wore skin-tight pants and looked like Santa Claus. Son, (laughs) your father was Santa Claus. And my presence won't be able to fill his stocking anymore. 
I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I stopped and stared with the realization in mind. The conversation ended with me uttering just two very sweet words. First time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> was that was that it? Yes, that was it. That was the story. <laughs> I knew I'd get I knew I'd get y'all. You can get these nuts anytime you want, babe. All right. <laughs> I had to set the bar high. I'm sorry. Oh, God. No, mine's going to look so bad. Well, mine's super short, so it's probably going to be worse than yours. It's okay. We'll All get right. this rolling. All right. All right. My torn. There I was, sitting at the bar when I noticed two chicks staring at me. Nervously, I walk over and offer them drinks. They laughed. I ran out of the bar embarrassed, only to notice my shirt tucked into my goofy goober underwear. I fix it and go into a bar down the street. I walk in and have the same thing happen. I find the nearest mirror and finally notice my am a virgin from the back t-shirt was on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I love Anthony laughing at auto tune. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony. Your uh, turn. Are you ready? I don't know if y'all are going to be able to understand me. <laughs> bro, you sound like Elon bro. Musk's son. <laughs> no, bro, he sounds like Claptrap, Doug. <laughs> All right, let's go, Anthony. I imagine us together. I imagine you committing. <laughs> this is not gonna work. <laughs> All you heard was. I, uh, I just crumpled up a piece of paper that I needed. That's fantastic. I'm sorry, Anthony. We're having we're having technical difficulties with Anthony today, so viewers, please understand. We will get this fixed in a future episode. Thank you very much. All right, are we good for um, to get to our movie for the week? Yes. All right, here we go. So uh, this week we watched Uncut Gems. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. <laughs> Alright, here we go. So this week we watched Uncut Gems, um, which was actually a really, really good pleasant surprise. Uh directed by Josh and Benny Safty, the Safty Brothers, uh production company, A24, which um they're also very well known for good movies, known for Moonlight, Midsommar, The Lighthouse, and Hereditary, which were all really good movies in my opinion. Um the synopsis we have for this this week is uh he is a I can't even talk. A charismatic jeweler makes a high-stakes bet that could lead to the windfall of a lifetime. In a precarious high-wire act, he must balance business, family, and adversary. 
adversaries on all sides in pursuit of the ultimate win. Uh, we do have Adam Sandler in the lead role, starring as Howard Ratner. So we're going to start um, with our spoiler-free review. So just let me know how this movie was for y'all. Bro, it was absolutely amazing. Like, I didn't... I didn't think Adam Sandler could pull off a serious role like this until I saw this movie. Dude, he nailed it, like, right on the head. Like, his performance was great. His character development was great. I'm absolutely in the same boat as you. Like, you would not be able to convince me that this was the same dude that played Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, that whatever his name was, and Grown Ups. This man deserved an award for this performance, like, honestly. For real, though, like... This movie was stunning. It really turned the way I see Adam Sandler. But I will um, say the only thing that I had a problem with was that stupid intro of a freaking colonoscopy. Oh yeah. Anyway, so there's an intro of a colonoscopy. <laughs> if you haven't seen, I the don't movie. know. I don't know why they needed to do that. Yeah, and I was, um, I was like trying to think of why they did that, and even towards the end of the movie, I was like, for it was really for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, like at the end, I was like, there has to be some symbolic like reasoning in here for them using this, and it just made no sense. It was just like, you know, it'd be a really creepy way to start off this movie. Colonoscopy, Colonoscopy shot of Adam Sandler's butt. <laughs> but um, this movie is basically about a jeweler named Howard Ratner, Adam Sandler's character, and he owns a jewelry store, and he 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 works with high end people, and basically he like he does trade offs. It's really weird. He does trade offs and. From many different people, he'll borrow their stuff, and he'll he'll instead of giving them back, he'll pawn them off <laughs> to gain more money. And he even is addicted to gambling. He places bets on certain things so he can try to get even more money. And he has a lot of debts that he has to pay off. So the whole issue is he is paying off these debts from these debt collectors, or I don't even know what they are, gang members, I guess. And they uh, he just isn't able to pay it off through the whole movie, and so he's stuck in his own convoluted way honestly he's he's kind of like a bad guy in my opinion i don't think he's a good guy in this movie oh for sure he's definitely uh well he's like one of those anti-heroes no he has good intentions but he just has like those little uh traits that he it's to the point where it makes him the antagonist to his own story so like he's both the antagonist and the protagonist. Yeah, he they have you rooting for him while he does everything that could possibly screw him over. Yeah, he's shooting himself in the foot, foot the whole time, and and you want to root for him, but at the same time you don't. Like towards the towards like once it hit the turning point of the movie, I was just like, no, nah, he's he's so dumb. <laughs> but even towards the end, once he once he finally did what he was supposed to, and we'll get to this later in the spoiler review, but he it felt rewarding. And at the same time, I feel like they casted Adam Sandler out of everyone else because you'll sympathize with Adam Sandler way more than you would with any other any other actor. You're right, and it's crazy because like he has this. The, probably the reason I like the movie the most is he has one of the most complex characters that I've seen in a movie in a really really long time. Like you yeah. could tell, like he was being you could like almost visually see him being torn between two different lives and like you could see you could visually see his internal struggle while the storytelling also detailed 
his internal struggle as well. Yeah, like you he, could see him battling with mental illness, but you couldn't tell which side of him was the sick part. Like you couldn't tell if the good side of him was actually him, or if the bad side was him snagging onto like whatever good parts of his soul he has left. Like you, it literally tosses up in the air. Yeah, and you don't really see any emotion from him, like from like like Edward said, it's all like internal. But towards the end, you you see his emotion come out because he's very torn and he does not know what to do anymore. Because he, he the more the more um as he progresses, the more he does, the more um the digger hole he digs for himself, basically. It's but, like I'm sorry, you can keep going. No, go on. I was about to explain the movie. I was gonna say it's like, I don't it. It's tough. It's like watching someone, like watching a really good person, just make every wrong decision you could possibly make in life. Like, what would it be if Noah decided to not be my friend? That would be the <laughs> biggest mistake of his life. <laughs> I feel like I'd be happier. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this just saying, guys. Uh, the uh, hooligan hangout is now looking for a new editor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this movie focuses on, actually, it's really weird. It focuses on Kevin Garnett, and because he wants one of the the jewels that Adam Sandler's character has in his store, which is basically it's literally an uncut gem. It's a rock with gems full in it, uncut that they found from. Um, Bro, he said it. He said it. Where, where did they find it? Ethiopia, right? Yeah, it was. They found yeah. it, and he bought it in from Ethiopia, hoping to make profit off it. And Kevin Garnett really, like he, he was mesmerized by these gems, so he really wanted it. But obviously, it wasn't for sale. Ratner was not selling it, but um, he made a trade off. He gave him his championship ring if Ratner gave him his uh, the uncut gems. So when Garnett took the gems, it was weird because every like basketball game he played, he was doing really good. So there's a whole little side theme with the gems and how I don't know, kind of like supernatural, but it's, it was weird. But um, Adam Sandler's character ended up pawning off that championship ring, and that's that's kind of when we started to learn how he's not a good person. I don't think that he's not a good person. It's more if he had a really bad addiction to a bad habit is what it was yeah no not only that but he was also he was also doing that because he needs the money for those people uh, are, i just kind of i don't know how more we can talk about it without going into spoilers yeah all right so uh what would you rate it for these non people who haven't seen it i have to give it a strong nine what because uh, i gave a, I gave what's it called the platform an eight right mm-hmm yeah, I'm gonna give this a strong nine. I agree with you. I give this a nine as well. I didn't. I thought the performances were really good. The uh... no, I'll talk about that later. Actually, <laughs> I guess but... the only the only thing I didn't really like was uh, the color grading on it. I didn't like how they had like a super aqua tint on everything. It just made everything feel super like I don't know, claustrophobic almost and just dirty. Yeah, I guess I could see that. But I'm not going to be too nitpicky. Uh, it's a nine for me. So um, we're going to get into the spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it, uh, thank you for watching. And we will see you next week. Please leave a like, 
comment and subscribe. Give us a rating on all our platforms of podcast, Spotify, and um, we're glad you tuned in this week. Thank you all. So for the spoiler review, um, man, where do you want to start? Uh, I think this is a movie we definitely have to go scene by scene for. <laughs> okay. Well, we already talked about Kevin Garnett there. We already talked about that exchange, but we do yeah, learn. Like just a lot of stuff happened from like, like literally there was always something happening. Yeah, I don't... we did learn that Adam Ratner, I mean, not Adam Ratner, <laughs> Howard <laughs> Ratner, he does, he has a family, which is kind of like crazy to me when we found that out. He has a family, he has, uh, is it two or three sons? Uh, Adam Sandler's character? Yeah. He had one son, I thought, and a daughter. I thought that's what... I thought that too, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, so he has yeah. two sons and a daughter, and we learned that he tries hard to do what's right for his family, but he's always caught up in his own little stuff. So his family basically thinks he doesn't care about him. And it, in a sense, it's true. But at the same time, he does care about them. Like you can see it, it throughout the whole movie. But he is also cheating on his wife with his um, assistant, co-worker, whatever yeah. she is. Well, the thing um, is he has a severe gambling addiction. And you yeah. learn that in a movie, like it's to the point where – Man literally orgasms over a uh, over a uh, gambling and uh oh yeah 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 so like his gambling addiction like you can tell it literally encompasses every little detail of his life like it's just insane how much it does it for him and I think uh it's less of him cheating on his wife I th- well I think it started as cheating and then they're like they're Jewish so he's like living in a completely separate apartment, but they haven't told anyone because that's frowned upon in the Jewish religion, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like, he's in a weird, like spot where he's like married, but also has a girlfriend and he's Jewish and he's got his own beliefs that he needs to follow, but it's really weird. Basically he's being torn. What I see is in between two lives. Like he has his, Mm -hmm good side where he does try to provide for his family be there for his family and that's like his jewish like religious side that comes out and then Mm -hmm. whenever gambling addiction kicks in he's like whenever you see him turn to like his uh mistress or his girlfriend and whenever he starts to go like crazy off the rails i guess she's 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 the what do you call it she's the neutral she she basically calms him down she's like his little i don't know what you'd call it but you get my drift. Um, chaotic neutral, basically. And uh, on top of all that, he's being followed by Arno and Phil, which are two debt collectors that are literally kidnapping him, trying to let, make him pay a debt to them that's over like $100,000. Yeah, yeah, he has not I, been paying. I don't think you mentioned it, but like the mob boss is uh, mob monsters family. Yeah, yeah. Arno, the main mobster, he's literally a Jew, and he's in... He's a part of Ratner's family. Yeah, so like like owing your uncle money, and your uncle's just beating the living crap out of you mercilessly until you he gets his money back. Yeah. I don't, but, I don't think it ever says, like, if they're actually like, like, their relation, but it shows them together at a family dinner, so... Yeah, and it was awkward. <laughs> It was very awkward family dinners. Um, so then he, like we said, 
Ratner really tries his best to be there for his family, but his family knows that he doesn't care. They, they even know that he cheated on on the, his wife. So it's just bad, bad time for him. Um, but the next part of the movie was actually uh, with the weekend. Um, they went to and he went to an event, a concert that week. The weekend is in. And he found out that his mistress was actually alone with the weekend and she was trying to do a job for, I assume like to get him to buy, um, or something. I don't know exactly. Actually. Uh, she was trying to be a model, I think. So she was That's trying right. to him to like book, book her a photo shoot or something with like some super, uh, I, I don't think we said this, but it's also noted that this movie takes place in the past and it's like when the weekend was still like an underground performer, not. Yeah. It was like, um, it was probably like when Fifty Shades of Grey came out that weekend when he finally got like a hit song out and basically. Yeah. And so and uh, oh by the way, I didn't stop to say this. Um Julia is the name of the mistress, but I only say that because this is her first movie like she's ever done. And I thought she did a really good job. A really good job. Like I legit thought she Maybe besides Sandler, she was probably the best actress in the movie. Oh, for sure, easily. I'd like it, it surprised me because I when I found out this was her very first movie, I was like, dude, no way. Yeah, those I their chemistry went really well too. Oh yeah, for sure. She should be in future movies with him, honestly. If they need a, I don't know, chemistry for the whole. So basically, yeah, he finds out like his mistress. He thinks his mistress is cheating on him. He yeah. goes insane hits his old wife back up and is like, hey, I actually don't want to do this divorce, blah, blah, blah. Basically, the entire movie is you're watching his... Most movies follow, like, the protagonist's rise. This movie really follows his, like, downfall and spiral into, like... I don't know. I guess we're in the spoiler view to, to ultimately his death, kind of. Yeah. No, and it's it's very... It's very interesting, the format of the movie. But... Yeah. And like it's, I said, you you root for him, but at the same time, you're like... You start to see like, oh, uh, like, like for me at least, I didn't root for him once the movie progressed. I was, well, I saw it more of as he was dealing with an extreme mental health issue. So I, you always wanted to root for him, but you could see like his mental block was always in his way. Like you yeah. start at the beginning and you see he, he's chill. He has everything under control. He gets yeah. beat the first time. Uh, and things progressively just get worse. Like he gets the rock that he's been waiting for. Kevin Garnett basically steals it from him, holds it hostage, mm-hmm. gets it back, does this whole auction that never pans out, that doesn't pan out the way that he thinks it does. Um, yeah. Um, and and by the way, so Kevin Garnett gives the rock back, like you said, but that the auction we're talking about is whenever um, Kevin has to try to buy back the rock at the auction instead of just stealing it. Yeah. And um, uh, you can see, like, he gets some money uh, from the, pawning the ring, and he should pay his debt back because he got enough to pay his debt back. But this is, like, the first instance where he sees gambling addiction kick in. Instead, mm-hmm. he puts the bets on NBA games. Uh, and he continues. It's just, like, one of those things that just spiral. Like, that bet we find out later, Arno found out about blocked kept the money for it and uh like whenever you see him hit uh his bet he literally orgasms in the back of a taxi cab because he won 
but you can see that's how uh, addicted he is to gambling, and you can see the rush. So yeah. throughout the anytime he has money, and you're like, oh, problem solved. Just give him the money, and he spends it on gambling. You're like, bro, get your crap together. But you can just see that he just gets so much rush out of it. He's just kind of stuck. He, yeah, and like back to that mental illness thing. It's like a friend. Like you really want to help them, but you you can't. Like they don't. It doesn't work for them. They just keep going back to it. Right, and like I continue to root for him because you can tell like he's a good guy. And he tries his best, like, uh, at the end of the movie, whenever he does have the money. And he's mm-hmm. like, I, I should give this to him. And then once he gets a tinge of like, hey, wait a minute. I could bet this. He immediately just, like, you can see his mind shift from, I can finally pay off my debt. This is going to be over. I'm fine. To... I, I need I need I need this like he almost like was started tweaking on gambling <laughs> and even that I think one of his darkest times was, was whenever his mistress like left like she made her leave his life and like more and more he felt he like he just he missed her like so much like he's like I said she was the neutral in his life that could like balanced everything for him yeah um he she was like his grounding so like yeah I think the lowest point was whenever he like broke down in his office and she walked in and was like patching him up. And then he was like, you know what? Maybe you're not so bad. And she was like, I got a tattoo just for you. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, bro, bro. But, um, one of the most manipulative parts of the movie, in my opinion, was when, whenever they were going to the auction, Howard finds out that his, um, uncut gems, they are, nowhere near worth as much they're not going to be put up for auction as much as he wanted them to be or their worth on the card on the auction card so he makes his um one of his family members was it his grandpa i don't think so i think it was i didn't i didn't catch it but you don't ever say how they're related i don't think i think yeah shows them all at the family gathering to show that they're related yeah one of his older family members he tells him which he doesn't have a lot of money but he tells him oh you're gonna bet on this uncut gem so that the price goes higher and someone else will bet a higher price. So like, you'll be good. You won't have to pay for that gem. And well, it turns out, um, <laughs> he, uh, his family members said 190,000 bet on the auction and nobody else raised their hand to auction anymore. So he was stuck with the rock once again, causing no profit. Yeah. Until, um, he, until he turned and Ratner actually did give it to, Kevin Garnett, which that's probably one of the reasons he put the bet on it too, because he knows once Kevin Garnett has that rock, it's like supernatural. Yeah, and it, I don't, know, I feel like the most powerful scene that at uh, in the movie was at the end, and he has his everyone who's trying to kill him basically for money locked up in the cage, mm-hmm. and. Like, it seems like they're all into betting with them. And then he hits, and he's like, oh, we won. I have your money and money for me. See, it's not a big deal. It's fine. And then he just gets shot in the head and killed anyways. And you're like, what? And then you see, like, his other family, because, like, they're all family members that were in that game. Like, they're all family members. So Except for Phil. I don't think Phil was. I I thought they both were. I didn't think Phil was the one that killed him. Basically, the side goons 
It wasn't Phil that killed him. It was Ar Arno that killed him. No, Arno didn't kill him. Arno was the one that didn't want him dead. Like, after Phil shot him, Arno was like, what are you doing? Like, why did you do that? I guess I've had the names wrong, and I just didn't correct you at the beginning. Ar Arno Arno's the... Arnold's the family member. Phil's the one that shot him. The, Phil's the one that was like always angry and like actually like pushed him around and stuff. Yeah, that was a family member, wasn't it? No. Oh. I no. think that, I think Arnold was the one that that said, "Why did you shoot him?" and got like mad, and he also got shot. But it's because they were family members. Like he didn't want to kill him. I thought Arno was the one that shot him, and that's why the other guy. I thought there was two family members. I'm sorry, guys. We took a break and we watched this movie last week, so it's kind of fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Arno that shot him because uh, the other guy was like, bro, why'd you do that? He got you money and he's family anyway. That's how come he got so mad. And then he got shot anyways. And the other dude was like, screw it. Let's take everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I looked it up. Phil, Phil shot him. Oh. Arno is excited for Howard's success, but Phil enraged shoots Howard in the face and kills him. That, and that's the thing. They even killed Arno too because I feel I feel really bad. Arno just wanted his money, and when he got it, he didn't want to cause no harm to his family member. Yeah, right. It, it didn't make any. I guess that's probably why I thought of it the way I did because I guess that makes a lot less sense now. Yeah, and Phil Phil basically said screw that. And that's the sad thing about it is that um he locked him in the cage and they were pissed off. But then he was like, no, we're going to win this bet. And as the game's going on, he's starting to big get his parlays and start um checking off the boxes on his bet list and yeah. um they're starting to see like oh my gosh he could actually win this like major bet and once he finally does um arno is like super excited about it and like i said phil was the one that for whatever reason was pissed off shot him in the face and that was probably one of the biggest surprises in the movie for me yeah that's what really i was like holy crap they really just they really didn't want this to have a happy ending <laughs> Well, Which I mean, honestly, I I actually like that ending. Yeah, I was really. It was just a wild ride from start to finish. I don't know what mm -hmm. else to say. Like it was just crazy. It was nuts. If you haven't seen it and you decided to listen to the spoiler part, anyways, watch it. It's like indescribable. Yeah, still go ahead and watch it. Yeah, it's, it's a good experience. It, right it um. Well, okay, so he won one point two million dollars on that bet if y'all wanted to know, yeah. but <clears throat> I don't know what, what Phil, the whole thing is, I don't know what Phil would be doing after that. I know they started stealing all his jewelry and stuff, which I mean, maybe it's worth way more than $1.2 million, but they can't take his bet back unless they find Julia. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, I guess there's a little, a lot of open questions, but at the same time, it's like, they're not a big deal to me. At least I, it was, yeah. I, I dug that ending. It's a solid ending to a really good movie. And I, I think this is Adam Sandler's easily best performance and best movie that he's put out. That's kind of like why I like A24, because they don't tend to do sequels. Yeah, And this one for sure doesn't need I'm a sequel. really into standalone movies that end in a good way. Yeah, me too. I'd rather sit through a whole movie and just, that's it. You see? And this is like how you uh, make a good uh this is how you make a confusing protagonist good. Cough, cough, code eight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, I'm not going to get into code eight. Don't think I forgot. I'll never forget. <laughs> we'll never forget about code eight, our first experience. But um, like we said earlier, we both give it a nine. And um, 
if y'all have anything for us, just shoot us a comment or a DM or anything y'all want on Instagram or <clears throat> on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, even give us a rating, um, a review if you want. And um, yeah, that's that's all I got to say. 